Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend, the raging bull, Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation.
Welcome, everyone, to WCW Retro. I am your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. Great to have you guys with us. This is the place to be, folks. As always, we talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. You never know who's going to call in. It's half the fun. That's uh, the Wawa West, the podcast right here at WCW Retro. Always a fun time here on VOCNation.com. Support us, as always, on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOCNation. Get your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt, including one of WCW Retro and another of yours truly, Papa Stro, here, uh, the four faces of Stro. Join the Strovolution. And thank you for your support, as always. Uh, great great to have you guys with us, as always, as well. Uh, lots to talk about tonight, and tonight's big topic will be the villains of professional wrestling. So if you have some favorite villains of professional wrestling stories, please call in anytime during tonight's live WCW Retro Podcast at hmm, 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. Lots to talk about uh, tonight as well as uh, I got a lot going on this weekend as well. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you about it in just a moment. But before I do, and we get to the callers, make some shout-outs and plugs, if you will. Shout out to Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com. they got a big show coming up in June in High Point, North Carolina. And for more information, go to mastersofringentertainment.com. Uh, yeah, some, some big names on, on top for that event. And you'll find out more about it going to mastersofringentertainment.com. If you're in the High Point, North Carolina area, come, come on out and show the support. And uh, also... Uh, shout out to Cauliflower Alley Club. Find out what they're up to at cauliflowerallyclub.org. O-R-G. Uh, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling in the Maritimes area in Canada. Find out what they're up to at facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. Uh, fishing with Special Friends. Find out what they're up to at fishing, F-I-S-H-I-N, with Special Friends, all together, no space, dot org, O-R-G as well. Um, as far as uh, film news goes, um, uh, look out for Hybrid, the spy series film. Throwing yours truly, Papa Stro. They'll be out pretty soon. I'm playing dual roles uh, in in this film. So uh, it's been really great so far on set. And be looking out for a coming upcoming interview from yours truly, Papa Stro, on social media regarding the upcoming Hybrid spy series film. Uh of course, on Vimeo.com, you can check out Stench of Iniquity uh, at uh, Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O, dot com slash Turnerverse to watch Stench of Iniquity for free. I star as an ancient vampire named Abba in the film. Uh, matter of fact, the director for that film, uh, Sheekster, will be on tap with myself. Uh, also the director of The Devil's Daughter, a Harlequin Story, which you can check out on YouTube and Amazon Fire TV. Ron Rossman and some some of the cast and crew. Uh, all of us are going to be in, and, and Grebo Watson, uh, an awesome artist as well. He was a part of The Devil's Daughter, Harlequin Story. Him and his wife, Misty Yates. Uh, cosplayer extraordinaire. We're all going to be at the Dun dun da da! XCon this weekend at the Myrtle Beach Convention Center in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I think it's from 10 a.m. to 5 or 6 p.m. Uh, each day. That so uh, 
or it might be a little bit later Sunday, uh, but uh, you know, starting time. But uh, check us out for more information on XCon. Go to XCon Myrtle Beach on Facebook. Uh, lots of stars on tap for that. Um, the original Power Rangers, some of the original Power Rangers, are supposed to be there, as well as uh, the original Wednesday Adams from the original Adams Family series back in the day, supposed to be there. Plus, so much more on tap. Oh my gosh! And Friday night, uh, I'm going to be doing this guest commentary with my wrestling brother, the Amazing Velvet, for the show's uh, tribute to uh, their late promoter Barbara Delph, who not too long ago passed away of cancer. And this show is to celebrate her life and celebrate her family. And uh, our thoughts and prayers with, with her family during these hard times. But if uh, we've got a great show on tap for Friday night. So if you're in Merle, Merle's Inlet, some say Merle, some say Morels. But if you're in the Merle's Inlet, South Carolina area near Myrtle Beach, uh, come up to Ports. We're going to be at the community center in Merle's Inlet to celebrate uh, Barbara Delph. And uh, all the proceeds from that uh, event will be help going support the family of Barbie Delft. So please come out and support us. Uh, let's talk about uh, tonight as well. Uh, well. We'll get to in just a moment. Um, and so we'll be talking about uh, the villains of pro wrestling, uh, plus wrestling news, a little bit of XCON news, plus more. So we'll take a first commercial break. I see the Carlos is online. We'll get to you guys in just a moment. And... Uh, We'll take a quick pause for the cause, and we'll come back. We'll talk villains of wrestling, so stay with us. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Fred Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on into G-Smith, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. 
So meet me here on the BOT Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCW Retro, and tonight's night is the night to talk about villains of professional wrestling. If you have a favorite villain story in pro wrestling you'd like to share, please call in to tonight's live WCW Retro podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And before we get started talking about villains and so much more tonight, um, uh, the like to make a uh, roundup of my social media uh, so you guys can keep in touch and uh, shout out to you truly, if you will. First off, my official website is thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. My merchandise page, get your old Papa Stro merch, is thestro.com slash merchandise. And I, I got new Strozilla merchandise, uh, classic cowboy skull merchandise, so, plus so much more on tap. Uh, I got a uh, my summer timeline all set up on sale as well. So uh, give me some love on my merchandise site, thestro.com slash merchandise, and buy your Papa Stro merch today. Um, I'm on Facebook at Stro the Maestro, which tomorrow night's uh, the Stro Zone, my horror sci-fi show at midnight Eastern Standard Time uh, on my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro. The feature will be Tobor the Great. From back in the day, so please uh, tune in to that. Um, on Twitter, at Sign to Stro. Instagram, at Stro Maestro. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys, at youtube.com slash Stro Maestro. I'm on Twitch, at twitch.tv slash Real Papa Stro. And if you'd like to make a donation to yours truly, and thank you for those who have already donated, much love and appreciation for that, as always. If you'd like to donate to moi, Send it to my PayPal, paypal.me, M is Mary, E's and E, slash Papa Stro. And all together, that's paypal.me, slash Papa Stro. And thank you in advance for your support. Uh, also, uh, I'm taking bookings for all kinds of stuff these days, guys. Uh, I'd like to cast me for your television and film project, for commercial endorsement. Uh, if you'd like to book me for uh, your Comic-Con event, 
seminars, speaking engagements, autograph signings, charities, interviews, uh, birthday parties. Heck, I, I do a lot these days. Uh, radio, TV, Internet, social media, what have you. Um, like to be uh, an influencer for your product. Uh, let's talk business. Hit me up with the email, strofoya at yahoo.com, S-T-R-O, number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. Let's talk business, if you will. Would you like to be a guest on the upcoming WCW Retro episode? Uh, hit me up as well, wcwretro at yahoo.com. Let's see if we can get this exposure on the network. All right. But uh, thank you in advance for your support. Much love to you guys. You guys are awesome, as always. And uh, if you'd like to get a video shout-out, from your truly Papa Stro. Uh, go to my video shout out website, uh, celebvm.com. Celeb, D is in Victor, M is in Mary, dot com, slash Stro Maestro, and uh, hook you up. <laughs> All right. So, with that, let's get started. We've got the callers lining up, so let's get to it. First off, uh, I think this is my man and brother, Amazing Velvet. Welcome back, brother. Yay. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful, man. Hello. Wonderful, man. Oh, what a hot day today. Lord, man, I tell you what, it was hot. I was working on my car. It was awful. It was oh, awful. Oh, yeah, brutal, right? <laughs> it was brutal. Oh, too. Well, I was trying to get really stuff done. done outside, but, you know, I just like, nah, I better wait for another day. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I should have waited because I hurt myself. <laughs> but it's all good, you know. Oh, oh, got to do okay, what you got to do. I almost did. No, I got to do. Yeah. Uh, I was. It was rough, but I had to. I had to get it done. I just, I still got some stuff to do. I can't get my headlights to come on. I got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I, I have a on the old car. It has those uh, covers. Right. Where they cover the lights. It's mm-hmm. a vacuum. It's not electrical, so it's a vacuum type deal. So oh, I got to no. figure out that why it's uh, not opening the door so I can have my lights. I can drive it during the day, yes. which is fine, but can't drive it at night because I won't have any lights. So been feeling right, that right. for most of the day. Mm-hmm. But you know it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, my, my my sister uh, my sister's had a very very similar experience as we speak. So yeah, I'm not, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> it's with with their vehicle. Same thing. It's just a pain. It, it is. But it, it is. is. Well, great, great to have you, man. Yeah, man. I'm ready for the show, man. I'm ready to hit it all. Let's do it. All right. Uh, well, well, sit tight. We're, it, we got another passenger on board here. All right. Let's get him. I'll bring him on. The, 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 the professor is going to join me. Join us, Professor Steve. Man. Welcome right. back, brother. How you doing? I'm doing great. Just uh, glad Velvet's on, and uh, yeah, just been watching some video for the show. Awesome. So I definitely am interested in this topic for sure. Hey, well, uh, the the restructure of an old '90s song, "This Is for the Honeys." This is for the villains <laughs> tonight. That's right. So yeah, I like the yeah. uh, the music. I like the music choice earlier too, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, 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 man. I, I was excited to get that, get that uh, ready for us tonight. The brood, man. 
That's one of my fav- all-time favorite intros. Oh, yeah. And it was super fun to watch uh, Gangrel and Hardy's work and kind of uh, realign and turn on Joey. It's interesting. Yeah. That was fun. Right, right. Oh, God. That, that That's great. It's great to see them back together. You know I mean, even just for a short time, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's so cool. I, I just, you know, I, when Edge was using the Broods music, I kind of wish they did could have done something with Gangrel, some something to have him involved. You know what I mean? Because I mean, it just didn't seem right without having Gangrel there playing his music. Exactly, it doesn't feel right. You gotta have him. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think he'll join Judgment Day, but I'd love to see him do something with them at some point. You know, it's just a oh, that'd be uh, tape segment. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be great to see him. I, I, I miss him on the big grand stage, man. Cause, you know, gang, and he still looks fan, he looks fantastic now. He's in great shape. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think if they wanted to use him, I think it would be cool if they had, uh, like, a backstage beatdown on AJ Styles and Finn Balor and mm-hmm. if he had the... Uh, some some biting involved or some spiking, whatever. Like with uh, <laughs> yeah. him showing up. Awesome, awesome. So yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What should <laughs> we start off talking about tonight? <laughs> Baron Von Rashke. Baron Von. Oh my God. Baby. My <laughs> man. Baron. <laughs> Barry keeps on going, man. I just saw, remember he was he made an appearance in AEW not too long ago. He yeah, he gave one of the best friends the the claw holds. He yep. gave it to Ethan Page. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Telling oh, you. oh, Ethan. Oh, that Ethan. Man okay. Was awesome. Okay. Yeah, it was Ethan Page. That's right. But I thought it was no, so cool was... seeing him out there. <laughs> right. Um... Biggest thing is you. Biggest thing with him is he's never swayed. He's always been the same character. He's always done his whole his whole career, and you, you can't do it now. It's stupid. We don't have a Russian. We don't have a German. We don't have any Indians. We don't have any real cowboys. I mean, come on. We I miss get the back characters, man. The I miss the only thing so much. The only thing close is is Gunther Walter. Yeah. They, they repackaged him with Gunther and like people were up there for the name change. Right. But I, I'm, but <laughs> that's cool. But you gotta have, but you gotta have the, you have to have the great that great villain and that great baby to go to have mm-hmm. that. They don't. They're not doing it right. And if you brought back, and even, uh huh. No, go, go, go ahead. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm just saying. No, I'm, I'm saying. Uh-huh. Go ahead. My thing is, back in the day, yeah. you know, back in the day, you had Cowboys, Indians, you had the Sheik, you had the Russian guys, you had the German guys, you had, I mean, you name it, we had all these characters, you know. Oh, and, they were great. And, and, we're, it, and we had these huge feuds. Where are the huge feuds? Where are the ones that carry on that can go on for six months? You know, where's that at? 
you, you I mean, see, we don't do that. You a, see a good feud two every weeks. once in a while, right? But that's that's yeah. it. You know, you you know. Uh, I'm with you. I mean, come on, you man. Know, um, I think what makes Baron even cooler to me is that like Kane was scared of him, and he was like one of the first wrestlers you remember seeing on TV. Baron Von Rasch. Oh yeah, I got into wrestling. He just had a black leather jacket on. He still was menacing when he put the claw on these Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah. I mean, oh, man. I would hate to have him, have him come out of the crowd and come after me with the claw. Good Lord. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I wet myself. What are you talking about? I'm like, I got to go back to the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Change my tights. He's like, no, I'm good. Be like I'm good. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it'll ever happen. But like, um, a segment I would do, I'd have Lance Archer give Bear in the claw. So that way, it's like, it's kind of like what Bray Wyatt did to mankind, where you like put him in the claw. Right. They have messed up with him, man. They have messed up with Lance. My God, this 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 guy should be a freaking monster, kicking ass all over the place. I think they're they doing that with Wardlow instead, but Lance Archer could have been but that guy. But they're still too. not giving love to the big men, though. Yeah, right. I don't care what you say. Oh God, you're still not giving love to him. I mean, look at look at Keith I mean, Lee. I mean, I mean, he's, same way as Keith Lee. He should he'd be just rocking yep. and rolling all over the place, man. Exactly. He's a huge dude. I think I like I like the I like the fact they got him with with Swerve. It's a good deal, mm-hmm. but yeah. here's the thing. But right. the thing is, how long is that going to last? If they keep doing what they're yeah. doing, it's not going to last very long because people are going to be like, all right, why is Keith Lee not a breakout big guy? He's, he's always been a breakout big guy. It's, it's like, what are we waiting on? Right. Well, pull the trigger already, daggummit. And, and you can and keep I thought he the was on his way there for one time when he was with WWE, but they, they jumped WWE the shark on him. WWE did not use him at all. Correct at all. I'm sorry. They wasted uh, his yeah. time and talent. I mean, they really that did. That surprises me, man. Because because usually a big guys thrive over there, but for some reason. You yeah, know he mean? was. He seemed like he was going to do good because he was great on NXT and he had he had moments with like Roman Reigns, like at that Survivor Series. But then when he redeemed when he came back to the roster full time, it was like just botched. I think. You remember the Royal Rumble? I just when he faced off the Brock Lesnar, the pop that he got. Right. That was crazy, man. Exactly, and they get, and they build. They did nothing after that. There was no build. There was no nothing. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. You wasted it. You wasted all of that momentum for nothing. Oops. Yeah, same thing. I didn't do it. Applies to Cross. Cross, I I thought could have been a, a humongous heel exactly. for uh, WWE. You know what I mean? That that so is where, one of the reasons he why. Now? What's he gonna do? Yeah, yeah. I think he's doing independence, and he he did wrestle New Japan in the states, but uh, I, I wish he'd find somewhere like he's not. Snack on Impact, and I don't know what's stopping him from going to AEW. Probably because of the controlling area and stuff. I think he probably wants to freelance, but that's my only 
like speculation because I think he could be a big star anywhere, but they messed him up on Raw. Of course, they didn't use him right either. Great talent, great no, I, worker. I thought, I thought right. he could have been their Goldberg. Like the way Wardlow is in AEW, I think he could have yep. been that for them. Agreed. Yeah. But Absolutely. you know, hey. Well, I think the biggest problem right now is the fact that uh, the direction is being controlled by uh, being publicly traded. You've got to answer to all these shareholders. And I think the shareholders are also manipulating the, um, peop- uh, the sponsorship people like Snickers, and whatever else. I think they hold them hostage, too, to say, hey, we don't like this. How about let's change it? You know, or we'll lose Snickers, or we'll lose Gatorade, or Pringles, or whatever. I really think that's what's going on, and I think that's why they're having such a hard time. I, I think hey, that's I'm a lot of the reason why they're promoting the Indian giant they're in AEW because of uh, the Indian audience. Right, correct. Right. Well, my, well, they want that. You know why they need that back? They need it back because it's a huge moneymaker for them. And they brought this basketball right. player in, right? Now, Jinder Mahal, they made a joke out of again. You know, every now and again, they give him a good run, and then they make a joke. He's a joke right now. And then you got uh, and he shouldn't the be. other guy. I mean, the guy no, should not be. a million dollars, man. It's great. You got Veer and, and Shanky. Like, yeah, I thought they should. If, if you're not gonna, put, if you're not gonna do anything with them besides just like squash people, you should cut them as tag team. I don't know why yeah. you have to pull them up. Agreed, 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 agreed. That, and what, what, what about my boy that, Veer? My boy Veer on Raw. Oh my God. Yeah, they should have been a team. I thought. Yeah. Oh goodness. You know, he, look, he looks like an American again. Indian, I want to play. He yeah, does. He does. He's got the he American really Indian does. more paint. And <laughs> yep. But he's, oh. he, there's no thing. you got to put him with somebody. They just ain't putting him. He's the same thing. got to put him with somebody. They're not putting him with really anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, got to do that. That's, what, that's, that's how Walter feels right now. He's just been floating. I, I'm glad to see that he's interacting with Drew Gulak, but he's kind of aimless, too. That's what makes I, a good I think heels, ruined. good baby face, you know what I mean? Uh, exactly. I, I think I Walter mean, Peak, I think Walter Peak already with NXT UK, his best work is just going to be there because they have the good wrestlers to work with, like a Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate was like his right. biggest rival. Because the fan sympathy on. I think the See, problem is this. Judgment Day over right now. Because uh, Judgment Day's got AJ, uh, Finn Balor, and, and Liv. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Three good baby faces. I think the company is in turmoil. Stephanie stepped away from the front office to take some time off. I think they're going to sell. I really do. Well, I, I, a lot of that, I think... I think Triple H's health is kind of going south. Honestly, it yeah. doesn't sound like it's all that. It's isn't. all that steroid. All that steroid use, man. It got to his heart. Yeah. He a huge uh, 
heart problem where they had to put a couple stents in and they had to do some angioplasty. I mean, I mean, come on, man. He's I told, lucky. Remember you seen I, him? Go ahead. You remember yeah. seeing him at the uh, Hall of Fame? And he was mm-hmm. and he was in the crowd watching uh, Trip, um, Undertaker's speech, right? I, I looked yeah. at him and said, "Man, he doesn't—he he still doesn't look 100 percent." Hunter, you know Triple H. Yeah, he, he, he didn't look 100 percent. Yeah, all, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. It's, uh, it's just sad the fact that you know, uh, good worker, great mic skills. He had all the intangibles, you know. He's it just it just sucks that you had to you had to go a route. You just had to go a route that this was not healthy, you know. Yeah, that's all. I, gotta, I mean, I gotta, that, I gotta that, that same can be said for a lot of them, though. <laughs> they oh, all, no, 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 no. I, they all. I mean, understand that a lot of them did it, but my thing is. He was smart. I thought he was way smarter than a lot of the other ones. So, you know, like Scott Steiner, like, good Lord, I'm surprised he's still alive for all the stuff he's done. You know? Well, they told him, a doctor, doctor told him a while back, if he kept on within the next couple of years, he wouldn't be here. He had he had no choice yeah. to slow down. Yeah, the doctor, oh, no, 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 I get, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he had that incident impact, too, a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I you're talking know. about Triple H. You're, when you're talking about Triple H, you made me think of uh, Shane Douglas. I think he's an underrated villain. Oh God! He yeah. was an underrated villain. He was, he was absolutely the franchise. Oh, I loved him when he was the franchise. And you could um, uh, some people have compared the two, Triple H and Shane Douglas. And I think when Shane threw uh, Gary Wolf down when he had the halo. That was, like, one of the biggest white heat moments in, like, the most recent. Oh, movie. yeah. Yeah, that was gr- what a great angle that was. Yeah, Shane Gary talked Wolf. about oh, that. Shane talked about that not too long ago, and he said he had to, like, you know, kind of sneak into the arena, like, in different ways, like, had to be hidden into the arena. Is the reaction they got? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'll give you a blast. There's a lot I'll of give you a similarities. With, yeah. Yeah, with Shane and Triple H, there's a lot of similarities there if you think about it. With their style of heat. But yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a blast from the past. Field. Oh please. Number one, Paul Jones. Oh, oh, yeah, Paul Jones, man. Maybe. Boy, he had some great heat with his arm, Paul Jones' army. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, man. Um, what were his best rivals, opponents, like, moments? Like, can you kind of sum Who, up Paul, Paul Jones? Jones to me? Yeah. Wahoo McDaniel. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Viant right top. Jimmy Viant was yeah. on the top, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Not only not only was he feuding with Wahoo McDaniel and and the mass superstar not he also tagged with them later on. After their feuds right. were over, he tagged with them. Each and every one of them except for Valiant. He never tagged with Valiant. Yeah, before he was the heel, he was a big time babyface of the Mill Lake area. Oh yeah, he was a huge baby. Oh, no, he was the Indian 
Yeah. If you use the Indian death block, it's finished. Yeah, him and Steamboat tagged that. a few times. Ricky Steamboat. Yes, they did. That early on. Yeah. Yep. Right. But, uh, yeah, he, I like number one Paul Jones. So I loved him better as a heel, though. When he was a game heel, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was great. Great heel. Oh, my God. And then when he brought in, um, after Gary Hart left, he had uh, Kabuki. Not, yeah. yeah, he had uh, he had Kabuki, and that was funny. Oh, that was him. Remember and, they and, they used to used to put the goggles on um, Valiant and, and Rubisar Joe. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and he managed the powers of pain then back then too. Yes, he did. Yes, more powers of pain went WWE with Fuji. Yeah. Yep. I think. Um, uh, remember, remember Kabuki the uh, Kabuki, yeah. Kabuki could be listed too because uh, he influenced two generations of wrestlers, Muda and Tajiri, and uh, yeah, he was Steve Carino yeah. was on commentary for one of his like New Japan uh, appearances, and apparently Kabuki was so scary to some of the wrestlers hmm. like Carino. He paved the way for a lot of uh, international talent. Kabuki did. Yeah, he paved the Mm -hmm. way for a lot of those guys. Uh, I like seeing seeing footage of him from uh, World Class. But him and Gary Hart together was just tremendous, man. Kabuki and Gary Hart. Gary Hart's still one of of my all-time favorite managers. Oh, he was awesome. And, um, Velvet, were you going to say something? What was that? Oh. No, I was, I, I was there? going, yeet, okay. I'm here. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, I promise. Wow, yeah. I promise. <laughs> speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of Japanese talent, uh, Tojo Yamamoto, I've heard yeah. stories about him. Tojo, yeah. And, Oh yeah, he, he had some good heat up in like Texas, the Mid South area. Mm-hmm. Told you he, did. Uh, I like the story I heard about him uh, using toothpicks on the guy, the <laughs> opponent's fingers. That's crazy. That's some good. Yeah. Him and good Eric Embry had an awesome feud out the Midwest. At the Midwest, uh, him and Eric Embry had a great feud in Texas and the Mid South area. It's interesting. He was doing the whole toothpick thing. I've seen skewers used by deathmatch wrestlers, and Tojo kind of like did it first with the toothpick thing. So he, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness! I'm trying to break the teeth. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh oh. What I do? The sheik. Oh, there we go. Oh, the sheik. I'm the original sheik. My bad. Yeah, if, or, well, both Sheik, but def, I was thinking of Ed Forehead, Sheik, yeah. And, um, yeah, LKG. oh, yeah. Uh, Sabu's uncle, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, he, he had some Sheik, heat, I know LKC. Oh, yeah. Well, that's another Sheik. Sheik. Yeah, but he had a lot of heat on him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They were, they were two, talking two, about. Go ahead. Two greats. No, go oh, ahead. Yeah. Two greats. No, uh, I'm just saying, they, he, just I, he, had, he had death threats. 
he had death threats. You know, he was going to get stabbed in certain arenas. I mean, he had to get escorted out. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on, man. That's, that's straight heat, baby. Yeah, it is. That's called doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> That that's back yeah, in the day. Really heals. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, a heel who really heals. Correct. Let's go ahead. <laughs> I remember when uh, that was one part I liked about the Iron Sheik documentary was hearing about the ambulance uh, escort. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, that yeah. was. Um, I gotta go with. I gotta go with uh, another name, uh, Ox Baker. And and you know, he was another one of those uh one of the one of the boys that transcended from wrestling to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And yeah, remember, it's Kate, Kate from New that. York, man. Yep. He was awesome in that film. All right. Kurt Russell. Yes. And uh yeah. I loved hearing about their Yes. Yeah. Yes. One of the best Underrated promos promo ever. Though. He can cut a great promo. Oh, amazing. Great promo. Yeah, I've listened to this back, and I liked when he was uh, uh, being interviewed by Lou Thuz, and he was, uh, his bantering with them was pretty entertaining. He trained Adam Baum. Uh, Brian Clark. Yep. Right. Who was later one half of Chronic? Ox <laughs> was. When I uh, was at a convention panel, at a promo panel, I thought I'd like mention Ox Baker because the whole Jerry Lawler heart attack, it just felt like right to oh, oh, yeah. play into that. Oh, man. Um, Sergeant Sauter was a great heel. No, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Sergeant Slaughter, man. I heard about one of the best. Who who was Sergeant Slaughter's best rival while he was a heel? Was it Pat Patterson? Was he was one of them. Yeah, WWF. Yeah. yeah. I thought Pedro. What did Pedro Morales though? Didn't he have a huge feud with him? A long time early ago, on? probably. Yeah, I'm just saying early yeah. on when it, when he first got mm-hmm. there. Because Pedro was transitioning out and he was doing commentary, and uh, right. he called him out or something, and they and they, they ended up having this huge feud. Um, I thought that was good. Oh but yeah, I like this NWA. I like this territorial days, this AWA, this NWA, and all that, because he was straight. Yeah. I mean, biggest heel in the territory for the Carolinas at the time. They right. had uh, Private Jim Nelson. And Don Cronodal, mm-hmm. I mean, come on. You just, come yeah. on, man. The few they have them, with Them against Young Steamboat, Youngblood, my God, they they would tear the house down, man. It was money. It was Amazing. money. Right. Money. Another great heel, Harley Race. Can't forget Harley Race. Oh. Handsome Harley. Mm-hmm. Handsome Harley. King Harley. <laughs> yeah. But you can't. You cannot. You can't be. He's that's the toughest. One of the toughest guys that ever stepped foot in the ring. He's a legit badass. You want to get your ass mm-hmm. kicked? Go ahead. Mess with him if you want to. <laughs> you find out real quick. And and, and 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 never follow him in the car ride. 
God knows. He, oh, he got me sick one time trying to fall into the mountain. Next, and well, by the time we got there, I said, Harley, next time, can I ride with you? Because, I, my God, following you was hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I got to ask, like, who was Harley's best opponent or rival? Was it Flair or Dusty oh, or somebody else? Those are <sighs> but, uh, there's, there's two of Nate, two, two of the best you mentioned there. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'm sure he there's some good plenty the more. You know, Terry and Dory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Funk Brothers. That gave him some good matches. Absolutely. Um, I think him and Brody see, went at it one time. There's a Brody. Right. Mistaken. Well, you got to realize, but you got to realize before Harley and Flair, and Harley when Harley was had been on a good couple of year running with the NWA title, he was in all the territories that NWA had. He did not stay in one place very long because he wanted to go to all the territories and defend the title everywhere he went. And he did. Mm-hmm. That was before. Yeah. When the Crockett's got big, then it became a huge thing where that NWA title was basically the Carolinas, because that was the transition from Midwest to the Carolinas. Um. But yeah, I mean, of course, you know, they capitalized on the TV. They capitalized on the first pay per view. They capitalized on all that stuff. And that's why the title, I think, really became. You know, more predominant Carolina, but but Harley went everywhere. Went to Memphis. He went to Texas. He went out. You know, he's from St. Louis. He did there. He did California. He did everything with the title. You know, he carried mm-hmm. that title for a long time and put it on his back and and made it what it was. So when Flair beat him, it was that much bigger bigger of a deal. So yeah, oh, yeah. you know, class of champions. You know, I mean, not class champions. Um, um, you know what I meant. Starcade? Anyway, it just, Starcade, yeah, I can't even get it out of my mouth. But, yeah, I mean, it made Starcade? it that much better. Because, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank Thanks, yeah. buddy. I think it was Starcast. I mean, Starcade. <laughs> yeah. With anyway. coming up with its final match. Yeah, it is. It'd be a Starcast. Big player. Yeah. The ultimate. Oh, hero. yeah. Ultimate oh, my gosh. And another great heel with a great promo. Rick, Rick can talk him in the you, building, man. No kidding, right? All by himself. <laughs> I think all man, by himself. Even though he was, I'm sure he had. I'm sure he was a heel, heel. I think he was the first one to be the cool heel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Four, four Horsemen was cool. Oh yeah. They they love Flair. They even liked Arn, but they could not stand Tully Blanchard. <laughs> no, they <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was about Tully, but Tully got the heat, and they hated him for real. No, oh, Lord. <laughs> that poor man caught so much flack. It wasn't even funny. Oh, man. He did his job yeah, they, well. I mean, it was, <laughs> he, oh, please. He's another one they they, they, they said they try to stab. You know, I, I remember I, when he first thinking, hit the territory. Know, I, I wonder if his daughter is trying to follow in his footsteps, man, because, I mean, she's a heat figure, man. 
She can't keep her mouth shut, that's though. A, that's her problem. That was Tully's I mean, problem back in the day. He, he couldn't shut up either. He got no, no kinds of mess. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. But you're right. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, I remember. I'll give you that. You just see some some of the ribs that he would do for Heat, man. Tully did back in the day. Oh, my God. Like, yo. I mean, <laughs> if he's done that today, give, Jesus. Oh, no, he'd be in trouble. He'd go to jail. Um, Tessa <laughs> can work. She can work. She's, she's, she's good. But the problem is, shut up. Just shut up. And go do the work yeah, you're supposed he, to do. You know, he if she just heat would, didn't get heat a lot of the, uh, much, you know, in, in good ways get heat, you know what I'm saying? Not right. in like. Not trying to be disrespectful or say something out of, off cuff, out of hand, whatever, talk right. behind their backs. She does a lot of talking behind a lot of people's backs. Oh, this one's blah, blah, blah. I don't like her because of Shut up. Just get in there and do you, your you job. Richard, you, Richard you're Dawson. running out of places to go. <laughs> That Richard Dawson, uh, running man with Arnold Schwarzenegger type heat. You know how much he kill you? He was the game show host. Yeah. Like he was nice to somebody and he would tell somebody else to get rid of him. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Kill him. (laughs) If Tessa Tessa was more like her daddy, you know, getting the heat the way he did, she would be the greatest, greatest ever, I think. I I wish she would go that route, I swear to God. Yeah. But she's yeah, tremendous. She's running out of places to work, dude. She's running out of places yeah. to work because she's not doing the right thing. You know? Yeah. She could be money. She could be, you're right. She could be money, but she chooses not to be. Because if she wanted she's to, she'd get the MJF type heat, man. For real. I, I could see it in the MJF type heat. And she could. You're correct. But she doesn't know how to do it the right way. Because she's too busy yeah. putting her foot in her mouth. Burning bridges. Yeah. I think you mean to yeah, say. Yeah, she's burning bridges because she talks shit about so many promotions. So many whatever she's wrestlers. Talking, she's talking Jeez. mess about the wrong people. She doesn't need yes, to talk mess about them. She needs to talk mess about the, you know, being a good heel and just getting the heat. You know what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Poor, poor girl. I got another Go good ahead. one. Let on. I got to mention Andy. I got to mention Andy Kaufman. Oh God, Andy, what a genius! That guy was a genius. Andy Kaufman was. Just a genius. And I'm sure he amazing. He just watched villains of wrestling and wanted to be that, and ended up being one of the best, and kind of, kind of. Birthing sports entertainment as a concept with him and, they, and Walter. And they wrestled each other for six months. And then yeah, the David yeah. Letterman thing was funny because they said, he goes, well, do I just pop, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, nah, because we still got to work. So if I apologize to you and I don't hit you, but I apologize. That ruins going back to Memphis. I'll never be able to go back to Memphis. Yeah. And then Andy said, yeah, you're right. So then what did he do? He popped him anyway. <laughs> it was great. I awesome. Wa- I wish Chris Rock would have watched the Kaufman-Lawler deal before he went through with that thing. He with, got slapped uh, by Will Smith. 
boy Will Smith. Because uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul Smith stole that yeah, like, like a champ. Lawler. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that Lawler post about it. Was, like, we did that shit like 30 years ago or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, Mr. Hollywood, you remember that? Um, which which one was that? Jerry Long? The yeah, Andy Kaufman. Oh no, no, no! I can't remember that. I'm I'm about to Google that one. Yeah, check yeah, it out. it's one of the biggest <laughs> one of the biggest moments on TV involving a wrestler. <laughs> Letterman. Yep, it was awesome. And Kaufman, yeah, Kaufman was cussing out Lawler with David Letterman <laughs> afterwards. And David Letterman you, just um, sat there and didn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, I really like. You send it. You send it to me on Messenger. You send it to me on Messenger. Yeah. Oh yeah. A while back, I think I sent it to you a while back. Yeah. But it's on YouTube also. Okay. Just type in cough, cough Dude, and it, rolling, it was, it, It'll pop up. It it, okay, okay. it gets covered in the Man on the Moon Man on the Moon movie too that Jim Carrey played Andy and they like um, they did a documentary on the movie and. I talked to Jerry about it, and yeah, apparently, like, I guess Jim Carrey is a method actor, and he was healing on Lawler and, like, off camera, too. <laughs> he, he said Carrey was crazier than Kaufman was. <laughs> right. Wow. I can believe it. <laughs> ding, ding, dong. Oh, man. I swear. Carrey, like, eventually... <laughs> Uh, uh, he like he gave him some music as I heard like music done by wrestlers so like, but yeah like on set I'm sure Kerry was difficult to work with that's, I'm sure Jerry he, he was because later <laughs> after I mean he was getting weird and eccentric when that movie when he was doing that movie now he's even worse. Wow. And then um, <laughs> I thought it was well, I I talked to Bill after and. uh he was the one to introduce Andy yeah, to Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed they didn't get after in the movie, but obviously, I guess that wasn't Hollywood enough. Is what I think after was trying to tell me. I don't know, Mister wow. Hollywood. I, I I got a feeling you're gonna. I I think you're gonna mention a name, uh, a, a name here, but I was gonna ask you, who is one of your all-time favorite villains? And I can probably yeah, guess who it is. Hulk Hogan. Uh, Hollywood. Hollywood. Hulk Hogan. (laughs) I mean, I have to say that Hogan, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't know Hogan had it in when when Hogan was Hulkamania, uh, Say Your Prayers, Eat the Violence. I I, I didn't think that Hogan had it in him to be the bad guy. I mean, the guy's a genius. He's a genius. They go from they go from oh, yeah. to the NW Hollywood Hulk Hogan. You brothers, wait, what's that? You uh, fans can stick it, brothers. According according to some of the boys, even Bobby Heenan, he he was heel all along. He just waiting to like break it out. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bobby he, uh, I love some Bobby Heenan. In the face of Bobby Heenan, you know what? You gotta. You gotta give Bobby Heaton credit, you know, because he he he, he Bobby Heaton he considered Hogan the scum of the earth. You mean from day one? <laughs> Hogan, I never. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Steve. <laughs> Hogan was kind of like the 
he was like the first Triple H, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and then um. Oh, oh yeah. I think, I think he was reluctant to turn, and I think the original plan was Sting. He, didn't, he did not want to, but then after I think, everything was laid out on the table, he said, "Yeah, let's roll." I, I wow. think Scott Hall. I think Scott Hall played a good part in that, and I think yeah, Hogan. Oh, I think no Hogan was no. he he was slowly getting dated. The whole red and yellow was getting dated. I think seeing Scott Hall, the cool factor with him, I think yeah, that really right. sold it on him. Yeah, you're right. And you know, you know the thing about it. I mean, when you look at the uh, when you look at the NWO, it was really the NWO was the NWO was definitely a game changer because. Uh, I love like even like um, not only Hogan but even like Sting. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I love I love I love what they did to Sting. I love what they did to Sting, changing Sting from the blonde hair, the you know the you know the the colors to the dark side. You mean black and white of the you mean of their that was that that was brilliant for them to change Sting like that. You mean with the the trench coat, the baseball bat, him not saying a word. You mean, I mean that that was brilliant. I mean that was totally good. That was brilliant because I mean that mm-hmm. that really I mean so you, you can't just say Hogan and uh, Hall and that you can't you got you got to throw in Sting too the black and white men the black and white yeah men. I think I mean I, I think Scott Hall played a part in that is what I've heard oh really I, you know I mean well, I remember one time on commentary I, I remember oh go ahead I no, mean Sting's still wearing it to this day he's still doing the black and white oh yeah. Yeah, wow. money. It stuck with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there one time. Thing. I heard, I was hearing a com. Yep. I remember one time, uh, Heenan Bischoff were in commentary, and Bischoff was like, "The four fingers is a sign of the four horsemen." And he turns to Bobby and said, "Bobby, yeah." And when Hogan walks by, I give him one finger. <laughs> <laughs> one finger. We know what finger that is. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. <laughs> That's fine. But yeah, I mean, it would it wouldn't have worked with anybody else except Hogan. I, I'm with you, man. Hogan was the key Hogan, factor. Man. Yeah, he was. I mean, the third—he was the third guy, the third guy in the, the third guy. Wow. But like I said, I, again, I have, like I said, I still got to give kudos to Scott Hall. But Scott Hall, I mean, I mean. He was, the think, mastermind Hall, really. behind it all. Yep. Yeah, he was the mastermind. Yeah, yeah. Scott mm-hmm. Hall was really the mastermind. And even if you remember, even like with Eric Bischoff, you know, they, um, you know, Eric Bischoff, they forced him. You mean, they forced him. Am I, am I correct, um, Maestro? They forced Eric Bischoff into the NWO? Is that correct? Well, well, uh, with that power bomb that Nash gave him in the Great American Bash. I guess not to force anybody. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh man! And, and the thing about Eric Bischoff, did, 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 um, his hair wasn't always black, was it? He dyed his hair black, right? Yeah. I, when he joined yeah, the yeah, he had to. Basically, with Sam Punk talking about him, him uh, being a bigger deal than uh, Hall and Nash and NWO back in the day. Uh, I, I think that's where Eric took offense because he. You, you thought back to that big jackknife powerbomb that Nash gave us. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to get credit. I mean, you got to get credit to Eric Bischoff. I mean, I got to get credit to Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff, he was a total genius. I mean, 
I'm not I'm not taking anything away from Vince Man, don't get me wrong, but I don't care. In my opinion, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Vince McMahon. I'm sorry. Eric Bischoff was a was a total genius. I mean total genius. He was. And I guess, and guess, guess who was a big part of that? Not many people realize, but guess who was also a big part of that deal with uh, Bischoff? It was uh, Kevin Sullivan, man. Kevin what? Sullivan, the game's match. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, man, he was he a big part the NWO? of that, Put it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I man. I did not know that. I mean, Kevin Kevin Sullivan, man, is like a walking encyclopedia. Guy's so full of knowledge, wow. man. It's amazing. Wow, I didn't know Kevin's that. I did awesome. not know he's, that. he's helped me out so many times, man. And I could just sit him and talk about National Geographic or whatever, man. I mean, he's just one of those guys that you can just never get tired of listening to <laughs> talking, telling man, things, you know what I mean? Sullivan, Sullivan's going to be, I don't know if he's top ten, but definitely one of the top villains ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jackson, no question, no doubt about it. Yeah, the Taskmaster. Oh, the Taskmaster. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember him. I like watching his uh, Florida Championship Wrestling promos and just him in the Purple Haze. And I think Nancy, when she was with them, she was kind of like the first sex appeal type wrestler on TV right. in regards to women. Kevin, wow. you tell me some stories about him in Purple Haze. They go to the grocery store dressed as their gimmicks with the robes and all that. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think I've heard about that. <laughs> Kevin would like work out. Kevin would work out in his robe, and it kind of reminded me of Al Snow when he took his head with him to go eat, and reminds me of like Kevin wearing the robe. Oh wow. God! Hey, uh, you know, Actually, I got you know something. I, something I think was uh, I'm, I'm I'm just giving my I'm just basing my opinion. I think it was a major mistake okay. to break up the Steiner, to break up the Steiner brothers. You mean? Now, I didn't think that was cool yeah. for, Scott, for Scott Steiner to turn on his brother Rick Steiner. I, I thought that. I thought that, I didn't think that was cool, yo. That was not cool. Him to turn on his brother like that. I mean, who idea was that? Uh, well, it, it was like Scott, though. Eventually. Yeah. That guess they're one to break out Scott as a big single star. The time oh, okay. when he mm-hmm. turned heel, turned villain, and all that. And you, you notice he had that oh. old school superstar Billy Graham look. Yeah, he did. Right. Yeah, he did. But oh, I, and, I like, he, he got he got that bridge burning heat with the DDP and Rick Flair when he was cutting those brogans on. He oh, pissed him oh, off that stage. Oh God! Oh, the stuff he would tell Kimberly. Remember that night on Nitro? He told Kimberly, "I don't know why you're hanging out with Canyon." Who hasn't had a turn with her or something like that? Oh my God! And I'm like, oh, boy, this ain't be good. <laughs> <laughs> him and DDP, man. Oh my God! They're, whew, whew, mercy. Yeah. Yeah, they answer. They answer. Um, and Scott Steiner. I got. I saw on YouTube. I got to tell you guys this. YouTube. It was a scene with uh, Scott Steiner on um, the um, the NWO. They beat up uh, Rick Steiner in the back in the back. And the giant brought uh, brought out uh, Rick Steiner to the ring, and Kevin um, Scott Steiner he just beat him, beat him, and he just beat him down. And who comes out of nowhere? Goldberg. Oh my God! The crowd went the crowd went crazy when Goldberg came out. Goldberg comes inside the ring, right? And Rick and Scott Steiner sticks his middle finger, and he just turns around like 
he turned his back on <laughs> he turned his back on Goldberg. I'm like, dude, are you crazy? You turn your back on Goldberg? Well, guess what happened? Um, he turned his back on Goldberg. Um, they had some blows, and um, Kevin, I mean Scott Steiner, hit him through across the ring. Uh, I think uh, Scott Steiner was going for a clothesline. How about Goldberg? He doesn't. He did a spear. And then Bat, Buck Badwill hits Goldberg in the back with a chair. It didn't even stun him. He just looked at him. I was like, he shouldn't wow. have done that. He shouldn't have done that. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Steiner, <laughs> Steiner, man, he, he was one of a kind, brother. <laughs> the stuff he yeah, he was do. a You know, I, I pulled a rib on Rick Steiner one time because he. Because Rick rib rib me well Rick ribbed me first right, and then I pulled a rib on Rick Steiner one night at a house show, and then the next night uh, his brother Scott he thought it was the funniest thing ever. He took me out to dinner in Chicago the next night. Why? Yeah, because he's super goo super glue my rent a car keys together, and uh, oh. <laughs> and I, I I got him back. I got him back with him wearing one of my shirts. <laughs> so Scott, so Scott thought it was the funniest thing ever, and he took me out to dinner with Medeja the next night in Chicago. It was great. I love the Steiner stuff. Steiners are awesome, man. I, I hate to say, I'm like you. I hate to see them break up because they're one of the best teams I ever. I, I thought. I know. You know what I mean. I know, but you know, I mean, one time that Rick Steiner, one time Rick Steiner, oh, I remember Rick Steiner, uh, he um, won, he won the World Tag Team Champions by himself, right? Is that correct, Michael? He had both, he had, he had both <laughs> uh, World Tag Team titles. Yeah, I'm not I mean, even the tag team. The tag, you remember that? I, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah he, he won the belt. I yeah, he, 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 he had both belts. Yeah, World Tag Team on uh, yeah. Champions by himself. He had both belts. Remember that? I wonder. Yeah, I, I remember. I'm, I, I, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I wish I could find a match. I wish I could find a match between him and Two Cold Scorpio because uh, apparently they were like two of the first guys to do the Four Fifty Splash, and like Scott oh, was very right. innovative, yeah. kind of like Two Cold is, and I, I'd love seeing those two work to, uh, against each other. If there's any matches out there, either. Oh, I, I love wrestling Two Cold Scorpio, man. We had some good matches together, man. Scorpio's a good dude, oh, man, Scorp- and and so gifted, so gifted. And and made mm-hmm. in the ring, man. Some of the stuff you could do. Exactly. Hey, hey, Velvet. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Um, the, okay. you remember the old Two Cold, right? Two Cold Scorp, Two Cold I love, Scorpio. I love, yeah, he was a good dude. I've talked to him. I met him. Nice. Yeah, he's a good guy, nice. man. Funny too. Funny. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Oh yeah. yeah. He likes to joke around. And, yeah, he was. Oh yeah. He's a good he's man. So much I tell you what, your, his his talent was so underrated. He was such a good guy and such a good talent. But you know, well, they didn't. <laughs> I, that's another guy they really didn't uh, use in the capacity they should have. Right. A lot of a lot of companies. I think he had the ability. I think. I think he had the ability of Sabu, but like the he could be a charismatic entertainer. Oh right, absolutely. Well, I remember saving him one time when Harley was chasing around with the, the electric shockers. They Harley oh, used to have, 
and oh, I, 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 provi- I, I provide a, a distraction so Scorpio. Oh wow! So you can get away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Scorpio. Wow. That's messed up, man. That sounds like Hunter S. Thompson charging people with a shocker. Oh yeah. Oh man, fun fun times, man. Um, (laughs) What about about someone we haven't mentioned? (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised we haven't mentioned this person in this entire conversation. Well, I got every more, so go ahead. Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Sid Vicious. The master and the ruler of the world. (laughs) I'm the ruler of the world. The ruler of the world. (laughs) I mean, say what you want about him. I I still say he was was a top-notch shield. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, no one missed the boat not catching I, him in a horror movie. Good lord, this is. <laughs> yeah. Velvet, I, I need Velvet's uh, takes on this. Like, which company, which opponent did he match up with, and which the which place did he work best at? I thought WCW he worked way better than WWF. Yeah, WWF they clowned him. Oh, I think yeah. they clowned him. I think they clowned him. He got away with more. Evil stuff and dirtier stuff in WCW than he ever did over there. It kind of yeah, he messed him up. Well, they, like, I what mean, was his what was his best uh, opponent in WCW? Just curious. I saw him in Goldberg on YouTube a while ago. I I would say. Oh, right on. I would have to. I would have to say. It, I don't know if it was Hogan or or the small the small feud he had with Flair uh, was pretty rough because Flair, Flair chopped the Jesus out of him. Wow! Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, he did. He let he led, he led he laid the leather in on the uh, only reason why I say that is because uh, the thing the the problem he had with Arn Anderson. And the fight in the hotel room and all that led to the feud with him and Flair. Mm. And Flair took it out of took it out on him in the ring. Wow. So, I thought it was. Um, I've heard interesting. I, th- I thought it was interesting that uh, that he worked Memphis and Faith Undertaker and he's Lord Humongous and then uh, his his ECW oh, yeah. works. He was pretty over as a face, I think, with uh, ECW and like um, yeah. against against Shawn Michaels. But Shawn Michaels was supposed to be the the fan favorite, you know, by the company. But yeah, the people got behind Sid. Oh uh, yeah, you know, they did some good matches too. Sid and uh, they John. Did. John, they did. Wow. I mean, I I I just think that the the way they used him in WCW as a, as a huge monster worked to oh, his sure. advantage. You know, yeah. and it didn't matter what situation he was in; it always worked out for him. Yeah. So I remember, I, think he had a lot I remember starting freedom. off a match. It was a tag match with uh, Scott Hall back as Razor. We were tagging against Sid Lawler, and Sid and I started the match off. And uh, yeah. you know, Sid was ripping by the height. Well, he got down on his knees to lock up with me, and I, I looked at Sid and <laughs> like, "You a hole." <laughs> and then he tagged Lawler. I got excited. So, 
oh, goody, somebody my size. And that's tossing on Lawler. And, and Scott Hall was on the corner laughing his butt off, man. You know, funny thing. <laughs> that's funny. Sure, I got a, I got a few funny. names. That's good. Um, I got to mention Freddie Blassley since we're, we were talking about him before the show. Oh, man. Freddie Blassley. Man, Fred Blassley. Classic Freddie Blassley. Wow. I love Freddie my, Blassley, I like, uh, He was one of the best managers ever. Talking about great promo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he Yeah, I like, I like hearing stories about him and uh, hearing about him fighting and and called a vampire, like, it's pretty cool. Like, one of the best villains ever was kind of nicknamed a vampire. Yeah. And, uh... Do y'all remember, do y'all remember Monday Night Raw, one of the last appearances that Freddie Blassie did where he's on the wheelchair and his uh, his wife was carrying him in the wheelchair? They're outside the building. He's talking to Bischoff, right? And Bischoff says, I gotta get back inside. I gotta get ratings, right? And as he's walking, and Bischoff's walking away, you can hear Fred Blassie's voice, once you go hang yourself, they'll get some ratings. You hear Lawler and Jim Ross just lose it on the commentary. Just like laughing. <laughs> they couldn't stop laughing. I like the, uh, the, I like the quote I heard where he said, I gave 92 people heart attacks. I wanted to get 100. I failed. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Now, now, there's a guy I wish would have managed me back when I was maestro, man. If he was still around, mm-hmm. my God, I, I would, like, campaign for him big time. I love Fred Blassie. He's one of the best. I've seen him. Uh, I think, didn't he work with uh, Muhammad Ali? I think at one time. Believe it or not, back in the day. Yeah, because I remember, I remember seeing interviews with them together. and Yeah, I think... Um, I know Dr. John will be pissed if we don't mention him, but Gorgeous George definitely influenced Muhammad Ali. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. And, of course, oh, Gorgeous George, part man. of your family. I would just say no yeah, boy about Dr. John, not Gorgeous George. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. But, but uh, yeah, yeah, man. But, yeah, Gorgeous George, man. I mean, just... It, of course, it's George. I've, I've, I've had conversations with Flair and, and so many other people about having dust. I had conversations with Dusty years back about George and like so so many people influenced him. It, James Brown too. When I did a deal with James Brown, oh, you know, yeah. he was telling stories about Gorgeous George blowing him and Muhammad Ali and everything, man. So I mean, even it, it's amazing Bob how Dylan, we all yeah. influence each other. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Bob Dylan, yeah. Y'all go ahead. And um, uh, Randy Savage took that pop and circumstance music from Gorge George, I believe. Was like uh, Gorge George's you, you're first talking music. About fan. Macho Man was a huge fan of Gordon George. Oh, my God. Huge. Right. I like it's the, tough, uh, I like the uh, sprays when you go in the ring, just like the whole diva-like entrance about him. You know, that was also inspiration for Rick the Model Martel. Yeah, I the model thing. Oh, man, I like some Rick. Now, I did like some Rick Martel. Now, I give you that. I, I like him. Oh, wasn't he great, man? I was a big fan of his. Oh, my God. You're a huge fan. What an athlete. Absolutely. 
Oh my! You have a good match with Man, I, yeah, he could. You couldn't, you couldn't fail with him. You got to wrestle who? I got to wrestle Rick. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, we amazing. missed out on it's a big amazing. heel from back in the day. We missed out on Blackjack Mulligan. Oh my God, Blackjack! Some of the biggest hands it's I've ever seen in my life. Besides, besides my Andre. favorite. My, between him ripping up. Flair's peacock robe, I think my the, the best one was when he took the crown of Rufus R. Jones and jumped on it. <laughs> Man. And broke Rufus's crown. That was a That's huge, awesome. huge. And, yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> and then ripping up Rick know. Flair's peacock robe. That mm-hmm. was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, didn't, I was, he train, you know, uh, with, didn't he train didn't he train Susan Green? No, he was in the same class with Susan. Uh, uh, okay. Joe Man, Blanchard, what a class that must have been. Tully, yeah, Joe Blanchard was the trainer, which was Tully Blanchard's dad. And oh wow. Susan Susan sent me a picture. I have to find it. Susan sent me a picture of Tully Blanchard. Being the referee for Daddy and referring her match, she he was came oh, wow. to check her boots, and there's a picture of him bent down as she you know picks her her leg up so he can check her the bottom of her boots, and uh, mm-hmm. he said yeah they, they used to they used to pick on uh, Tully when he had the referee because he didn't want a referee he wanted to wrestle but Daddy said <laughs> you're wrestling you're wrestling tonight. <laughs> So you know, uh, Kevin told me a funny him. story about Kevin told me a funny story about uh, Blackjack, right? Uh, back when mm-hmm. him and Purple Haze were, I, I think they were the tag champs in Florida, I believe. And the Road Warriors were down, like touring. They were down in the Florida area and supposed to have a match with them. And evidently, um, the Road Warriors didn't like a certain finish that Blackjack laid out because Blackjack was Booker, right? Right. And uh, they didn't know that Blackjack was behind the curtain. <laughs> oh. Blackjack busted the, busted the curtain and said, you boys got a problem, I finished. <laughs> and, and oh, boy. Like, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> right? Better be quiet. That's a big man. It was like. You big, it was you just, big too, it was but like you ain't as big as he is. <laughs> yeah, the finish was a DQ finish. You know what I mean? And, when, okay. and it took nothing away from either team. It took nothing away from either team, right? But the World War was like, no, nah, we're the freaking Road Warriors, yada, yada, right, and all that. And, and they didn't know Blackjack was behind the curtain, and he bust through the curtain. Oh, that's funny. He said, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we good to go. We finish it. <laughs> and, it yeah. and, and this Black Road Warriors talk is... So if, yeah. if the Road Warriors paying respect, Fame respect, you know, Blackjack was the big deal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, he was, yeah, exactly. He's a big dude. Man. Oh, that guy scared the bejesus yes, out of me. First time I first time I saw him live, I swear I wet myself a little bit. <laughs> you know, I, oh, like, I don't blame you. I was I was like nine, I think I was nine years old the first time I saw him live. I was like <gasps> You know, the That's first scary. time I saw him in Ric Flair, 
was at a convenience store years ago when I was younger, and they just mm-hmm. got back from a, a show, and they were buying some drinks to take to the next town. And uh, right. they were kind of tired, and I helped I helped them actually help them bring their drinks to their vehicle, right? Oh, that's and, cool. And then, and then like years later, when I you know I'm in the business, right? And I mm-hmm. I met got back in touch with them, right? They actually remembered that night that I oh, helped wow. them, right? And then after and after that's the cool. show, they bought me a drink after the show. Thank him. Oh, there you go. Years. I thought that was the coolest cool, thing ever. That's cool, man. That is cool. Yeah. See, that makes it good. No, and that's a, see, that's the good part about the business right there. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So, so many horror stories about so many things that have happened. You got to take – because the nice ones get overlooked. You always hear about the bad they, stuff. They really the do. Wrestling. Always, always, always. And the good stuff right. always overlooked, man, which is sad. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. Uh, it really is. There's I mean, been so many good stories in the road, man. Oh, yeah, exactly. You see, and you don't hear those. You hear about, well, he got punched or this one died or, you know, whatever. It's just dumb stuff. I don't like it. I like hearing the good stories. Like, that's a good story. Yeah, well, but, yeah, well by the time some of the stories, are, like some of the boys are saving people in car wrecks and all that off the road, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, what about like, Bam, yeah, like Bam, exactly. Bam Bam Bigelow and Dr. Death Steve Williams. Hey, people, wait, yep. You know what I mean? You yep. don't hear much Bam about Bam that. Lived, no, Bam yeah, Bam most, lived here for a short time. Right. The most recent, right. the most recent story was uh, Great Okan in New Japan. I think he like stopped a abduction or something like that. Oh, what about awesome. um? What about Buddy Rogers? After he retired, seventy-two years old, and the guy came in to rob the 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 restaurant he was in, and he hor- he beat that guy up. Well, I didn't <laughs> hear about that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 still out there. You can you can look that up and, and read about that. Yeah. He was just sitting there having a cup of coffee. The guy comes in and was going to rob the place, and he just stood up and took care of it. Yeah, I could see Harley <laughs> Reese doing that too. Awesome. <laughs> Oh, Harley, yeah. Oh, That's he awesome. scared the shit out of you. That's all he'd have to do. Stand up. Come here. Ah! <laughs> 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 True that. I'm not coming near you, bro. That, I'm good. <laughs> that tape this Regal story about what he did to uh, Joey Maggs in Orlando. Oh, we're doing TV no. te- that, that we're doing TV down in Orlando, you know, back in WCW days and I'm playing cards, you know, with uh, Teddy Long and Sting and a few other people, right? And, of course, they're kicking my ass because they know all the ins and outs of a certain game. <laughs> and, uh, right. Regal's sitting there. He, he's in his chair, uh, nodding, nodding away, listening to beach music and reading a book, right? And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mags walks in. <laughs> Joey Mags walks in. He sees Regal by half asleep, and he looks at whispers of us and I think I can take him. And we all look oh, at him like, no. Don't do not do it, man. Don't do it, right? <laughs> of course, he didn't listen. And all we heard was no, a big Yeah, of course thud. not. And, and then next thing, you know, we turn around, and Regal's got him tied up in something I, I've never seen before in my life. And and, and he's <laughs> yawning as he's stretching him, right, on the ground. And, and, uh-huh. and Max is like, Max can barely talk. like, somebody wake him up, please. Right? <laughs> and, and then Regal... 
Regal looks back at us and gives us the Iggy, you know, he gives us the wink. Like, he, he pretty much right. baited Mags. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're all, like, laughing. Right. You know what I mean? That's so funny. <laughs> You know, um, too much. He might not be anybody's top list, but I think Regal's one of my favorite villains ever. Just hmm. his promos are so underrated, and like uh, him and Bobby oh. Eaton were so entertaining together. Remember the Blue Bloods when he initiated Bobby Eaton to the Blue Bloods? That was one of yep. my all-time favorite segments ever. It was a good thing. <laughs> Very. I like good. how Regal 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 can be so funny. And also so badass and sinister the next one. Yeah. That's what I like about Regal. Yeah. And then, um, go back go back and look at his, his feud with uh, Johnny B. Bad over the, over the course of like six or eight months. It was... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was great stuff. So good. I'm sure you know, his, so good. His, his matches in WCW were pretty great. Uh, Finley, British Bulldog, Ricky Steamboat. Um, yep. And even... I mean, he wrestled everybody. Career, yeah. Yeah. Later, later in his career, like I really got really invested into him even more as a former. Uh, uh, I'd see these YouTube clips, and I, I wasn't watching FCW because I think that was more local. But like, there's there was like a following. There was like uh, fan uploads of uh, Regal versus uh, Ambrose, like. And like some people make music videos out of it because that. Oh, what a great few! They only over there. They only had like two matches apparently, but they had a really good build up and like it really resonated with some people. Some some of these YouTubers like put those clips up and would make their own videos on them. And his his true so villains good. promo, his true villains promo like was so good. Yeah, like and just getting the ass. Uh, Ambrose Moxley about Regal years ago, like this was like 2016 maybe, and then seeing him now working with Regal again is just is awesome. I'm, he's I'm getting ready to get in the ring. Uh, yeah. Yep. I I I love the ending of that Blue Blood deal he did with Bobby Eaton, and we talking mm-hmm. Sir, Sir Eaton. So Eaton, what about the little huh. people? And and and, and Bobby Eaton's is scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Who cares? That bad's good. Oh my God! I love that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted because I think um, I think you could be right though because. Uh, or either that or Jer- or Jericho gets to come up and because he was laying it he was laying it in with those shots on him and Moxley. I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some get some knees on Jericho Re- or stretch. Well, well, he's he's gonna get in the ring because they've already they've already blew that out of the water. You can tell he's getting ready for a match because of what happened. So if he's not if he's not in the match. On this, on double or nothing, it will be on the next. It'll, it'll be within the next month, though. I guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. So. What? What is the funniest figured, Regal I, moment? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I, well, I just think it tag. I think he would tag with Wheeler Yuta before he did anything else, because I think that'd be good. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. One of the funny. 
funniest Regal moments was the the latter match him and Dave Taylor had. I think it was with the Hardys or Dudley. Oh, Dave Taylor. I, I, forget. <laughs> I love yeah. Dave Taylor too. <laughs> oh, Dave, oh, Dave, I love, Dave's amazing. Oh my gosh, he's so amazing. Well, him, Regal and Taylor are climbing up the ladders, right? And half they get up halfway up, and they start looking down. They look at each other, and then they start climbing back down. <laughs> Great <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That's hilarious. Sure, um, seriously. <laughs> no, scared of heights. Get down. No, hey, I ain't got no shame. I ain't got no shame. Sure, I don't know who. Sure, I talked to um, I called in in the room and uh, John Finnegan was on, and I asked him the most chaotic match, and he said a. Uh, I don't know who the other opponent was, but it was uh, Dave Taylor was involved, and apparently, like, something oh. happened where, like, Dave, like, might have uh, roughed up his opponent or whatever, and it was, like, just very interesting, like, to hear, like, a chaotic match involving Dave Taylor. It's like, wow. Well, if no, the listen, last Dave person Taylor I want to take liberties on me would be Regal or Taylor. Trust me. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. They, they no shit. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> exactly. Two legit badasses. Lord. Don't mess with. Leave them alone. <laughs> Don't poke the bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jeez. Oh, Lord. <laughs> like Gene Anderson barking orders to me back when I was getting trained. And, and, and the, uh, the guy I was working with, I said, dude, I love you, man, but... I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> right? You know, sucks to, I gotta do what kick, I gotta do, and it sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. About to hurt you. <laughs> oh my yeah, god, boy, kid. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my god. Since we're getting right in, I, I gotta mention I gotta mention Mr. Man. He he did uh not only does oh, he'll work yeah. with Austin his work oh, with yeah. Austin obviously, but um he also was a villain in Memphis before Bischoff was doing it on T V. He was he was a villain in Memphis yeah. years prior. He was a great villain. He was a great villain in Memphis too. I remember when he was doing that. Great heat, man. Great heat down there. Vince, man. I, I, you know, some some people, you know, have their have their certain, you know, opinions about Vince, but I, I, I think the man's a genius, man. And I mean, he's personally, I, I, you know, he always treated me good, and I really think his body of work and everything in business. I mean. I mean, you can say what you want about, you know, the territories and all that, but, I mean, everything, everything, a lot of the things he's done is just genius, just bonafide genius. I'm not a fan of his match with McAfee at Mania, but he played a big part in that awesome theory buildup. And, uh, but Pat we'll, McAfee we'll see if that pays rough. off. Pat yeah, McAfee's Pat, rough. Pat. He did yeah, some amazing that, stuff Pat. with theory. He did some amazing well, I, things with Theory that I was like, oh, well, not yeah. only that. Well, not only that, he he had that good 
I hated him in NXT, but he was he was really good with Adam Cole. It was really impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know the hustler, hustler Rip Rogers did, did did wonders with Pat McAfee. Man, he was the guy that mm-hmm. you know pretty much broke him in. Right. Made him who he was. Right. Give him give him the give him the style. Yeah. Pat McAfee did a good job, and you know. Yeah, and I, I I listen to his podcast as much as I can during the week. He's pretty he's pretty cool, pretty funny, but uh, he, you know, his his everything about WWE is so spot on from a fan's perspective that you can relate to it, you can understand it, and he goes, "I'm crazy." He goes, "I have fun," you know. He was waiting to hear, like, all the horror stories of Vince McMahon screaming in the headset, you know, you can't be dancing on the desk. He goes, he don't say that. He goes, keep doing what you're doing, kid. You're doing good. <laughs> right. So, he, you um, know, because, you know, cause he used to yell, like, that's why Mick Foley quit being an announcer. Remember, he took the headset off, walked out yeah. in the middle of the show. Okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Vince McMahon's going to um, be Vince McMahon. You already know this. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, mixed, I'm mixed on him on commentary, but as an interviewer, he was kind of interesting. Like I like that. Uh, I was surprised he brought up Alistair Black during that interview with Vince because like he had been released and like. Right. I know the interview was friendly, but I was like, I thought it was cool that he would bring up certain people that weren't in the anymore. Weren't there anymore? Too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing. God. Vince, God. Give credit uh-huh. to Vince for answering the questions that he actually asked him. And it wasn't scripted. Yeah. He actually, because it was on his show, because Vince can't do nothing to him because his show, his Pat McAbee podcast and all that, he built that with those guys. That's his own entity. Vince has no mm-hmm. control over it, has no money invested in it or nothing. So, therefore... Right. He was scared to ask questions, but he said, damn it, I'm going to do it anyway, and he did it. And Vince answered the question. I give it to Vince. He did answer him, so hey. God yeah. rest uh, his soul, but I love Brody Lee's interpretation of Vince McMahon. Oh, he was hilarious. When he was <laughs> in Dark Order, oh, my God, mm-hmm. those segments were the best. When he would act like Vince and he got – Pissed yeah. off at somebody because they were sneezing in the middle of a meeting. Right. <laughs> yeah. He was. It seemed pretty obvious he was doing vinsisms. Yeah. yeah. And, and he was eating steak or something, and he got ticked off while yeah. someone interrupted him while he was eating his meal. Oh my god. Yeah. That was funny too. That was yeah. great. Brody. Oh my god. Brody uh, Lee. Brody Lee. Brody Lee, Luke Harper is one of my favorite villains. He's not going to be in the, anybody's top list, but he's definitely one of my favorite villains. No, but time. yeah. Like, the, him and the Wyatt family yeah, in the Dark awesome. Order. Like, uh, I know Bray was a star with the Wyatt family, but Brody was kind of like that Terry Gordy who, who could be yep. a big, scary guy. Anything, that right. Can work. Exactly. And, and I'll be honest with you, since, since Brody's passing, the Dark Order has never, hasn't been the same since. No, it hasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I think with that's why the, the new leader, the new leader should be Cesaro. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I think that if Jimmy Jacobs, 
I think if Jimmy Jacobs wasn't working with Impact, I would put him in there because he has the relate. He has True. the history with Brody. True. That's, mm-hmm. that's a good one. I just hope yeah. that Cesaro comes in somewhere and it works out for his to his advantage because they yeah. have right. never used him right in WWE at all. Never gave him a shot at the title ever. Come on, man. Yeah, so he doesn't have to win the title, he but he, he should have had more shots. Right. I was so supposed he wasn't one of the Jokers for the Owen Hart tournament, man. I was hoping that was Cesaro so much. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that, him the, and the Joker bit kind of disappointed me, honestly. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The, who they pick? I like. Who they pick? I like both. Of, well, I like the, both of the picks, but it's like they weren't definitely weren't the first people you think of. Like you think of you John never think right. Cesaro. Right. Yeah. But just, um, I mean, it was, good, it was good seeing Johnny Elite Elite there. I mean, in his yeah. match with um, Johnny Drip Drip. Moa Joe was good. Johnny Drip Drip. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Yeah. So listen, I like, I like, I like him, and I think I like if he yeah, stay, if he hangs great. around. If he hangs around, they could do some good stuff with him. So uh, it'd be nice if he hung if he hangs around. We'll see what happens. But I just can't wait to see what happens where Cesaro just hand, winds up. Right. Yeah, I, I think. About. Well, the, what I hear is that the rumor is that him and Wyatt are asking for too much money, and I think when they ask for too much money, that probably means they're taking some time off or doing other things. So we'll I, I, I think I think Bray Wyatt's gonna go back to WWE though. Mm. I was hoping that with uh, Johnny Elite uh, making his debut, I was hoping his wife would have been, would have been the one to take uh, on Brett um, Breaker Ooh, in yeah. that Joker match. No kidding. But yeah. yeah. But you know we got what we got. <laughs> yeah, we got so. what we got. <laughs> Which, which was cool because she has a history teaming with Britt Baker, so I can see why they went with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's <laughs> crazy. It was... well, hey. Great stuff, man. At least we didn't go down any rabbit holes on this show like we did uh, Wednesday. Good God. Oh, my God. We were all over the place. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Nuts. No, I didn't. I didn't know where we're going to end up. <laughs> I didn't either. I was with you on that. I'm like, at one point, I was like, wait a minute, I'm lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh please give me the. Hot, yeah, I gotta give somebody the hot tag because I'm. Right, I'm you know, suffering. <laughs> man, I'm tapping out, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Oh my god. Well, we got we yeah, got we got, know, we got some time left. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Oh, no, we got ahead. time. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, I, no, no, we, I we got think some time. I guess I want to give us some ample time to like talk about the events coming up this weekend too. So, okay, let's do mm-hmm. that. Let's talk about that. We got everything. We've got a lot going on. We got um, XCon this weekend with uh, you and uh, a bunch of people and all the people from the Harlequin story that you got going on. You got that. You got uh, that and that. But Friday night, tomorrow night, we got. The show in Myrtle Beach and Myrtle Inlet. Um, yeah, uh, right. In honor of Barbara Delf, where you and I are going to be side by side commentating, play by play, if you will, for the show. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Um, it's going to be an honor. And all proceeds, 
All yes, it will be. All proceeds will go to help the family of Barbadell. And everybody who buys something from my table, I will give a hundred percent of my proceeds as well to Barbadell and their family. Um, so yeah. So if you come out to the show Friday night at Merle's Inlet, forty four sixty two uh Merle's Inlet Road at the community center, come out. Bell time six o'clock. Uh, there's going to be a lot of impact stars there. Uh, John Skyler's going to be there. Uh, I can't remember everybody else. Great, I know. Great. I know he's a big Skyler one. man. Great talent. Great talent. Yes, man. he's going to be there. It's, oh, Jared Fritz, uh, referee from the NWA, is going to be there. Um, nice. Uh, and just some, just some other people. But uh, it's it's going to be a good show, and it's all for a good cause. Barbara had. It's a battle buddy of mine that lost her fight with cancer. I'm still battling mine, so it, you know we we got to do something for them. Um, she was a great promoter, great businesswoman, very shrewd businesswoman, um, very knowledgeable of the business, and took care of business. So she surely is missed. Um, so hey, y'all come out and support that. Come out and support Exxon, um, and then. Steve, why don't you tell them what's going to happen on Pro Wrestling Interviews at 7.30 on Sunday, what we got going on. Oh, yeah, we got uh, a good manager in uh, Sleazy E coming on. I think he's from the Midwest and Ohio area. Uh, been trained by Ricky Morton, Jillian Hart, and uh, Jason Kincaid, one of my favorites. Uh, Stroh's worked with Jason, obviously, and the... Uh, yeah, definitely glad to have Sleazy E on, and I think it'll be interesting given his uh, his journey and his different his uh, his life story. It'll be interesting for sure. So definitely glad exactly. to have him on. Talk about yeah, and, I, and kudos and kudos to Professor Steve for getting this guy. And uh, Steve is going to open the show with the and and start the interview with Sleazy E. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw one of his uh, one of his uh, coworkers, his clients, uh, facade at Big Time Wrestling uh, this past Saturday. So. Oh, facade! Yeah, cool. a, lot of, a lot of shows. Yeah, there, man. What a talent, man! Yeah, oh, amazing. I saw him and Jason tag team last November, and it was super cool. So I'm always glad to see facade work. He's gonna work in Virginia next month uh, in Richmond. Sometime in oh, June, cool. and then um, there's another event that I might be going to. It's Classic Pro Wrestling on the fifth, so uh, that's in hope. Nice. Well. Just, but, uh, I, I, love will be... I love Jason, man. Oh, I yeah. love Jason, man. I love I mean, Jason. They, they don't call they don't call him the gift for nothing, man. He is exactly that. <laughs> <a gift. laughs> he's he's a, a very positive student guy, and he. he Amazing, like his clips that he posts of him training, like just so fast and so fast and smooth. His submission game, his transitions. The guy could do. The guy could do anything. I've had so many oh, great yeah. matches with him, and the, the guy can do anything, literally. I think he's one of the best unsigned talent, and he's better than a lot of people that are signed, to be honest. No, um, oh yeah. Velvet, you you gotta you gotta uh, take a look at this guy. This guy is amazing, Jason Kincaid. Just yeah, amazing. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Yeah, good. Steve had talked to me about it earlier, so yeah, I'm gonna check that out. That's, I can't wait. 
Um, That's yeah, why I'm super got... glad to hear about Sleazy uh, and his, his stories with right. Jason. Uh, yeah, you told me a little bit about it. That's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna it's gonna it's also gonna help him and the business. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Keep keep that keep that story alive. It's a good story, you know. And that's how people get awesome. get noticed and, and picked up. So I mean, yeah, let's let's get it. Let's make it happen. You know, we're all I, here I, to help. We're not here to hurt. We're here to help. I gotta go. I gotta right. mention two I gotta mention two names. Uh, we're talking about villains. I have to mention Raven, just for the Sandman feud alone. Mm-hmm. With the yeah, oh god, with yeah. all the drama from that. And, and Raven um, Dreamer was amazing too. Exactly. Raven Tommy Dreamer was. Amazing. Oh, what a feud! Yeah, two the two the best feud, at least in the states and in wrestling in general. Yeah, um, uh, he's definitely one of my favorite promos too, and. um I gotta mention this might not be on anybody's list, but Minoru Suzuki is one of my favorite villains. Like, written definitely his New Japan work. Um, oh yeah. Just, with Suzuki Goon, he kind of made a lot of people with that Suzuki Goon faction, like Lance Archer and David Boy Smith, were attacking the Killer Elite Squad over there, and mm-hmm. uh, and made me a fan of Lance Archer through that faction as well, and. Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi really benefited from that faction and um, Suzuki he's like he's so funny without being funny like he's just he's just so evil he's he's (laughs) the murder grandpa is what I've heard him called and uh, by uh, fans and he's just he's small he's smaller but he's like such a MMA legend with the founding of Pancrase and um He's a shorter guy, but you just don't want to mess with him. Like Don Callis would sell him <laughs> on Terry, run away from him. And, um, <laughs> his match with his his match with Sakuraba at Wrestle Kingdom Nine like really like uh, got me interested in New Japan because it was the UWFI uh, type rules. And, um, nice. Yeah, I think Suzuki's one of my favorites uh, villains ever. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, awesome. uh, definitely glad I got those plugs in, and I'm definitely looking forward to Yeah, man. Day. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I can't wait either. It's going to be awesome. And like I said, I thank you immensely for helping out. You two, Stro, helping out while I was out. So I'm glad I'm back, and um, yeah. we get to have this. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, yeah. Can't wait. I, I can't wait. Yeah. And I can't wait for Friday, man. I, I can't wait for tomorrow evening with his sitting with you and oh, hanging yeah. with you. Catching up with you too. Um, I haven't man. seen you in a hot minute, so yeah, man. Same here, brother. Then we're gonna go. So then we're gonna go break some bread afterwards too. You know that's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah, have a good time. What's the what's, what's plan tomorrow? Man. What's well, that? Yeah, that's the show, right? That's the show. The Southern House of Wrestling. Southern, oh, okay. Southern House of Wrestling show, and then yeah. we're just gonna go to eat dinner, eat, eat something afterwards, and uh, hang out for a bit, and then you know I gotta hit the road. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 gonna be good to see you. I ain't seen you in so long. Oh God, same here, bro. Same here. Yeah, man. Now, now, and we're, we're now you mentioned fun. XCon. Now you mentioned yeah, XCon this weekend. Uh, some some of the people that be there, uh, some of the OG um, Power Rangers, from my understanding, supposed to be right. there. 
Uh, the original Wednesday Adams from the old Adams Family series is supposed awesome. to be there. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Tommy Wildfire Rich, my former tag team partner, is <laughs> supposed to yep. be there. To be good catch up with Tommy. God, man. Yeah, well, Tommy's great, man. And then uh, you got your folks the, I, that you were in the, the movie with? The Devil's Daughter. Yeah, Harlequin Story. Yeah, yep. The Devil's Daughter. Yep, and, Harlequin Story. You're going to have some of those people there. And, yeah. Also, the director of the film I'm in that's on Vimeo now. You can watch Stench of Iniquity. The director, uh, Sheekster, is supposed to be there. Well, cool. As well. Very good. Yeah. So, yeah, there, lo- lots, forget, lots, of ha- lots of happening. And don't forget Dave Atwell and his book series. The Hunger <laughs> Series, yes. Go see the Dave, Atwell. Dave Atwell. Dave Atwell. He's going to be there, yep. Yeah. Oh, and he's coming to the show. I talked to him earlier. Him and the wife are coming to the show. Oh, good times. So, Man, that's going to be so cool. Yeah, we're going to have fun. Yeah, we're going to have fun. Yeah. It'd be yes, good seeing I can't John wait. Scott. It jumped title again in some of the talent yeah. they got that night. Because. Exactly. I can't remember everybody, but I mean, I know he's going to be there. Jared Fritz is going to be there with guaranteed. They, they, they're there. So I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And and of course, so, you know, Fuego will be there as well. Ah, uh, Fuego has to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, he's yeah. running the show now. He's, he's going- all in his lap now. Yeah, he's, so, he's got a busy schedule this weekend. Good lord. Yeah, he's yeah he's going from they're doing they're doing Barber's South Carolina show right tomorrow night, and then in New York they're doing a show with her family and friends, and all of their family and friends are all still living up there, and her kids all live up there, so they're gonna have a huge show Saturday. So he's like. He's on a whirlwind wow. tour for two days, and he has to be back Not Sunday, back in Myrtle Beach. I'm oh. like, I don't know how you're gonna do all that, bro. I don't know. I oh told my him, God. I, said, I don't know how you're gonna do all that. I mean, he's a better yeah, man than me. Kudos if you, yeah, <laughs> kudos to you. I told him the same thing. I said, dude, you're gonna leave, you're gonna go to New York, you're gonna come back. He says, yeah, I gotta be back Sunday. I said, holy cow. All right. No doubt, right? <laughs> and, That's great. And, but, you know, hey, it was just. I don't know if it's a day or yesterday. It was just Johnny Rods' birthday. You meant Johnny Rods, right? Come up that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it, it was his, his, birth, his birthday. I think I don't know if it was a day or yesterday, but it was, recently it was his birthday. Johnny Rods. Oh. Yeah, Johnny, yeah. Listen, he, Johnny he, Rods he, trained a lot of great yeah. people. Yeah, he did. A lot of great people gone through the door with him, man. I mean, I'm telling you what, we could sit here and probably name a hundred. Easily. Right. Oh yeah. One of the best. You know, Vince, Vince had him under. You know, kept him for a long time. He helped develop all their talent. You know, back in the day. Yeah, and he and he was in the ring with a lot of the best talent. Yeah, they had. oh yeah, in yes, the world, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and you know that's a guy. There's another guy, legit badass. You don't want to mess with. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love some of the boys' interpreta- interpretation of them, right? Impersonations, rather. Really? Of, uh, Johnny talking to him. What are you doing? Hmm. What are you doing? You just, that's not that's not how it goes. You, you're going to be hurting the business, getting in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Johnny Rods, man, that's one funny. one of the best. Johnny Rods. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's absolutely. Nice. I mean, you when you find a niche in the business, you stick with it. And that's what you do. You know, not yeah. everybody's cut out to be X, Y, or Z in this business. You know, I was fortunate enough to be able to do a be well rounded and do a lot of things in the business. But, you know, I enjoyed being in the ring. I didn't care about win, lose, and what. I just love being in the ring with anybody and everybody. Didn't yeah. care. You know? Just, you were to be I was part a of the bumper, show. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was a bumper and an overseller. Guaranteed. You can guarantee that every night you saw me. <laughs> Bump my ass off. Right. Overselling. Whether it's you know, 10, 100, 1,000, whoever's in the building. Yeah, it was a You niche. know what I mean? Just, it was a Yeah, exactly. two people are 10,000, you know? Right. I, and I've been fortunate enough to be, to wrestle in front of 10,000 people, and I've been fortunate enough to wrestle in front of two people. So, you know, yeah. do your job. I, 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 heck, I've job, been man. answering arena matches <laughs> like Terry Punk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I've never seen Prophet and I... Uh, you, you know Chance, I mean, you heard of Chance Prophet? Yeah, tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we did an empty arena match one time. <laughs> Let's laugh in our ass off the whole time. And while we think about oh, Waller uh, and Terry Funk and their empty arena match. Yeah. But, oh, it's a fun time. He's, he's like one of, also have one of my um, my uh, ICP brothers. Uh, yeah. Him, Jugginator, and some of those guys, man. Oh, my God. We used to make Eminem yep. jokes all the time. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I used to manage I used to manage one of the ICP guys before he became ICP okay. back in the day. Okay. Well, no, a correct, 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 correction. He used to manage me, actually, back when I was Gorgeous George the Third. Right. And then, like, years later, we're in the WCW locker room looking across from each other like we've seen each other before and found the light bulb come on on all three of our heads. It's like, dude. Hey, right? <laughs> I know you. I know you. Uh, what a small world, man. But those gatherings yeah. they have, they're freaking nuts, man. Oh, my God. They, I, I, I saw oh, footage yeah. one time, like a Halloween party with these little jug, juggalos <laughs> with plastic bags. Yeah, they, Texas kid, kid <laughs> on them slim anus. And I'm like, oh my god, this oh. is so messed up. <laughs> well, that's fun. It was, it was amazing. Gypsy <laughs> oh uh, Joe one time had a match, had a match up there for one of their gatherings, and I kid you mm-hmm. not, the finish of the match was just <laughs> a tranquilizer shot. He <laughs> gave something to Gypsy Joe, oh, and he Lord. like healed over. I'm like, are you kidding oh, me? <laughs> this is too much. And Tracy's mother too much. get all kinds of heat up there. He was a huge heel up there. Oh my God. Tracy was Man. <laughs> Can you mm. imagine Tracy's mother's being big? Lord of mercy. Yeah, yeah but, right. Uh, I, I, I miss Tracy, man. Yeah. He was great. Uh, he was like he's a but, good guy. I miss a lot of the guys that have gone way too soon, man. A lot of them. Oh yeah. You know, jeez. Oh, it's just a it's shame crazy. that, you know, whatever happened in their life, you know, just to be gone so early just sucks. But yeah, uh, it really dude, does. I think uh, really does. Tracy is a, I think Tracy's an underrated villain, like he was entertaining. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Very Oh yeah. Dude. Great worker. Has, I mean, you can do anything you want. He he worked some uh WrestleMania weekend indie show and like 
he cut such a a good promo. If I can find it, I'll, I'll, I'll send it. But like, he was he Please was do. getting yeah. people. He yeah. was just putting a promo. Very underrated, but a great worker. Yeah, if, he could do anything you wanted him to do. Ask and him to do. Let's do it. Before Never complain. Before Lance Archer was doing the Everybody Dies stuff, uh, right? Tracy was four. Yeah, that was his deal. Yeah, that's right, Tracy. That was his deal. He would always say that, and then that show, everybody's going to die. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. Oh my goodness. He, he, he was great, man. I love Tracy. Look, I would thank you guys. This has been awesome. This has been awesome. Yeah, really. man. Thank, they did thank you so much. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. You're saying? No, it's funny. Uh, Tracy would say they did all my moves earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Tracy. Yep. Oh, my gosh. But uh, thank you, guys. This has been awesome. Oh, what a great show this has been. Yeah. Um, next week... Next week, just like we talked about the villains of wrestling, next week okay. we'll be talking about the baby face. The baby face. Yes. Which should, that should be interesting. So uh, bring your baby yeah. face game. Sell hot tag. Baby face game. Yeah, man. Bring your steamboat and eating. And all, Come on. All, Ricky all Steamboat's the, the ultimate face. Come on, dude. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ultimate bring your baby face. face game next week. That's it. The okay. ultimate face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we'll quote. We'll quote. Uh, you guys have a great. Well, I'll see. Well, I'll see you, Velvet, this weekend. And Steve, have a great weekend. Yeah. Everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Take care. So we'll see you next yep. Thursday. And we'll close that with some more. With some more brood. <laughs> right. All right. Cool. Very good. Thanks.